Hey, Tony, thanks for letting me make this note. I am Ashley Gavin. I was on a previous episode of this amazing podcast. You might remember me. Um, I'm I'm a lesbian. I'm the host of We're Having Gay Sex. You might have seen my stand-up comedy on TikTok. And the reason I'm making this note is on Saturday, I'm coming to San Diego. I'm doing a COVID-safe outdoor stand-up comedy show. Uh, you can get tickets at ashleygavin.com. And if you're not from San Diego, I'm also doing LA and Phoenix. And those tickets are available on the website as well. I also invited Tony he hasn't gotten back to me so tell tony to come to my show come and see me and tony all right thanks hey everybody welcome to another episode of who invited her we are san diego's lgbtq pop culture podcast i'm your host tony and i'm here with bash say hi bash Oh, hi, Bash. I thought you were going to insult me. No, I didn't have time to prepare insults like I normally do. I thought, you know what? It's a sunny day outside. I'm going to be nice for once. (laughs) And Party Bear Eric is here. Hi, Eric. Hi, everyone. And Robbie's running the show, like always. Hey, everybody. I'm here, too. With your squad shirt on. (laughs) It's the Golden Girl. I know. Oh my God. It's a gay shirt. So, today's episode, we're going to get into a bunch of stuff about San Diego. Since things are opening up and the weather's been like amazing and people are starting to travel, we thought it would be a great idea to kind of give you some of our favorite spots to hit up in San Diego when you come here. Um, So, we're going to get into that. And then I don't know if everybody's caught up on Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we're going to get into that because. It's got some really good, and there's one episode left. One. And That's then it? Yeah, and then it's the season finale. Can you believe that? It's like only six no. episodes. Wait, wait. So there's two episodes left. I think so. No, I think okay. the next one is the last episode. It's episode six. And then I it's done, so. done. Yeah, done. And then I think the uh. next comes movie is Black Widow. That comes out. Ooh. I know. Okay. So, well, good. since we're talking Falcon and Winter Soldier, I know you, Bashy, you're caught up on it because I got the text last night. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking of the series? What did you think when you first started it and then how it progressed and the sexual tension between <laughs> Sam and Bucky, I mean, all of that? It's no WandaVision, but no. it has gotten progressively better in this last episode. I'm really fucking hoping marvel isn't gay baiting us again i know but like (laughs) the chemistry in this lot they were giving each other like side looks and like walking around like they're a gay couple oh has to be it it's so the sexual tension between bucky and sam is undeniable like i mean he went out there and helped him fix his fucking boat like i was like that's the sweetest thing i don't i don't i don't know and, like, and the whole um, therapy session when they have to sit close and they're like legs are like scissoring. I'm like that was on. goofy, but this episode I thought was like yeah okay something's yeah there's a there there I hope I know but like I hope I was like okay they're probably not gonna I think it would be cool if they just like show the development of a relationship and then yeah. in the last episode they just make out or kiss or something or and then something. that's it and then we cut out and then. That's I'd be it. happy with that. I know, right? But if they if they don't, <laughs> if they don't after all of this, I'm gonna be fucking mad. pissed. Well, that's how I felt last night because I was catching up on episode four and five. And like you were saying, Bashi, especially in this last episode, episode five, you're like, okay, they're friends, but I mean, there's gotta be a little something, something there. How they're, they're having 
like these mature, deep relationships yeah. about like supporting each other and things. And I'm like, I don't oh. talk to the like this to many people. Like very yeah. few. Like there's only one person that I get into it with that. Me you know, too. Like, Same here. Yeah. And hmm. mm, I don't know. I just. It does. It has that feel. And you know what else they noticed, especially in the last episode, there was a lot of um, physical contact between yes. Bucky and Sam, like shoulder touch, arm uh-huh. touch. And yep. it was like a lot that you don't see in regular. Like, that's what led me to believe, like, ooh, are they gay baiting us? Or I don't, I don't oh, touch I don't know. my friends. I don't touch my friends. I don't touch anybody. I don't, yeah. I don't One touch or my two people. That's it. Mm-hmm. But, so but this, I'm. But the storyline is really cool because one thing I do have to commend Falcon and Winter Soldier that they did that Marvel's done a really good job with this uh, the whole series is discussion of race and how they handle yes. race and especially race when it comes to the story of the black man because that's what we see in in this episode in this whole series the way they handled it because you it know, was great it because really it was is. real. because yeah. that's exactly what would have happened like they were going through I don't know who the older um, um, Israel, superhuman the, was yeah, yes in Baltimore. I love that storyline, and that, that is exactly what would have fucking happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was tested. It, it had like a lot of um, uh, references back to the. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the experiment, but where where Black Americans were basically like test subjects. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah I think they did a really good job they portraying did the it realistically. They... And then he said. The, the the like big poignant line was like i wouldn't as a as a as a self-respecting black man carry that shield and because yeah. he's like he hates the united states at this yeah. point for what they did to him and it's he's got a point which is totally understandable but the other thing that's really interesting that that i love that marvel did with this series is you know like in the last scene of endgame when um, the original Captain America hands off the shield to Sam and they kind of briefly one line, one line kind of deal with, I'm handing it off to a black mm-hmm. man instead of doing it. And that's all you hear. That's all you hear through the movie because they got to cram so much info and storyline in it. So it's really nice in Falcon and Winter Soldier to see that completely flushed out and yeah. see Sam struggle with it over the five episodes. I thought they but- did that so well. But my hope is that Sam realizes, like, yes, that's a perspective from yeah. the old, the older generation. But I need to represent the people who need that figurehead in front of me and just say, fuck everybody else. I'm Captain America. Yeah. And just go for it. Yeah. Because they, they do need that. But um, the handing off of the shield thing, I think there's like a deeper thing. And this is oh, like yeah. my gay mind trying to like <laughs> fill in the gaps. Because I think I think Bucky was in love with Steve the entire I time. Do too. I and we too. all we all like back in the Captain America films. Okay, Eric, I know I was knocking Captain America, but I do think that you should go back and watch it because it's going to set up a lot for the show and you're going to like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Steve realized like, hey, Becky's probably, you know, into me, but mm-hmm. I'm not, I can't, and I love him, but I can't return those feelings. And I think him handing the shield to, to um, Sam, Sam. Yeah. he's like, this is who you need to turn your attention to. I want to set my friends up because this is somebody that can return that. Oh and my represent God. Me. I never thought of it that way. Back. And, and I, I want to, he's, I think Steve was trying to plant the seeds between the two of them and say like, wow, okay. I know that you've been chasing me for, for a long time. And you have this, this, you know, yeah. Um, you've put me on a pedestal yeah. and I'm captain America. Well, this is, 
this is the person for you. And that's why I'm giving. So I think it's twofold. I I think, I think it's for Bucky to find somebody. And it's also for a black man to represent as captain America. America. And, and he, he sees him as fit to wear the shield for both cases. Do you think maybe it's just our gay fantasy? I hope not. I hope, I hope not. And I'm like, I hope that they pick yeah, up on yeah, this because like, they've yes. been setting up for it. Yeah. And they have. You're absolutely right. And, the other uh, thing that's really cool is what I'm wondering what the Marvel Universe is going to do. Are they setting up for the Dark Avengers? Because the, what's it called? The guy that's playing a Captain America now, that character, Steve. Oh, I fucking hate him. I do too. But he becomes U.S. agent in the comic books, which yes. is the darker version of Captain America. And then the other character, Thunder Thunderbolt Ross, the guy that heads one of the organizations, he becomes the Red Hulk in the dark, um, what's it called? Oh. Dark Avengers. And then from the, what's it Black Widow movie that's coming out, her nemesis in that film actually becomes the kind of tie through of the Black Widow version in the Dark Avengers. So I'm wondering if they're setting it up for that. Like the Avengers go up against the Dark Avengers versions of themselves. Oh, they probably will be. I don't know. There was a lot with Winter Soldier and Falcon that I'm like, God, they're getting into a lot of the Marvel stuff, which is really cool. Two canon questions, though. Yeah. So, did Bucky ever have a girlfriend in the comics throughout his publication? I don't history? remember. I, I could not find anything on it. Yeah, I don't remember him ever. And Sam had a girlfriend, but that was like in the fifties yeah. versions of. And Sam does become, right? Huh? Sam does become. I love like, how you're whispering like nobody's gonna hear. I know, hear. I know, I'm on a podcast <laughs> like, with like, like you're not on a podcast. I know. He's like, you guys, you guys. Nobody's gonna hear. It's a secret. But, but he does. He does end up becoming Captain America, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. It's been a while since I revisit the comic books. You know who I really like in the series? Um, Sam's sister, Sarah. I love I her too. Sarah. And then yeah. Twitter was jumping on like Bucky was flirting with him. But I was like, she was looking at him like, who is this boy that my uh-huh. brother's brought into town uh-huh. fixing our fucking boat? You know, like, <laughs> I don't think that was flirtation. I think they were just like, Clocking oh, I see other. you. I, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. exactly like. Who do you mm. think, Nino or Bashi, who do you think the broker is? The, um, that's new villain that they haven't said, but he is there setting him up to be like the big, big boss. The one that um, Steve's ex-girlfriend's d- granddaughter was talking about? Yeah. I have no fucking idea. I think it's Thunderbolt Ross is who I think is. is. I don't know who that is. I'm not that cute he, in. Oh, he's one of the heads of one of like the government organization. But there's other speculation that her, what is her name in the in the series? I can't remember. I that agent, like, the, I forget her name, but she's um, the broker. Oh, so there's okay. like so many theories. You can go online and go into a K-hole of the Marvel Universe and it never mm-hmm. ends. Never ends. I just, th- I, I do like this series. I do. I, I like Wanda more, but it, this was very well done. Yeah. And I like that Did they I brought- watch it? You should, should but you should, you need to catch up on all the Captain America. With Captain first. America first. I would you definitely to, recommend that, yeah. This this one more than WandaVision, I think you need to be up to speed on all the, oh, on for all sure. the Marvel okay. movies. Yeah. All right. Um, I also love that they brought the Wakandans back in. I do too. They look fucking amazing. But what a cliffhanger so at the badass. end of the fifth episode. We don't know what's in the freaking suitcase. The I, know, one, well, I know what. I think I know what it is. Don't tell. I, I did. Well, okay, what do you think it is? What do you Because it was such a, a cliffhanger. I was like, oh. I, I think it's a Wakandan uh, Captain America suit. 
I think it is in a combination. Uh, I think that's what it is. I think the Falcon is going to go to the other kid, the guy that took the wings. I forget his name in the the little the Hispanic. Oh, guy. yes, yes, He's yes, going to yes. become the new Falcon, and then Sam's going to jump into the new Captain America with a whole new suit provided for the Wakanda. I, that's yeah, what because I he happen. took the wings, didn't he? Yeah, he took the um, wings. Sam said, I'm done, like, pretty much I'm done with it, and he walked out. Oh, I, I like this. And took the shield instead. Yeah. So I love it. I'm actually I'm starting to I really hope they make out though. If they don't make out, I'm so so into I just want I just want them to be in like a final, like over the top fucking two hour battle, and then they're both just find each other out of fire and then just kiss. Like that's all I can hope for. And then the series ends right there. And then that's it. That's it. That's it. I love that. I'm so happy with it. When I first started Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was a little like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to be down for this. But I think the key that makes this so appealing is the relationship between Sam and Bucky. And those two actors together, are, their chemistry is just their so chemistry good. Is nuts. And they're hilarious. And they're good friends off screen. So. Yeah. And I think it reads on screen. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cute. They're so cute. They are. <laughs> it's so good. I like it. Well, oh, the- you know what? It was a surprise, Bashy, is Julia, um, Julie Louis Dreyfus coming in <gasps> oh, as Valentina. Oh, I fucking died. Was I was that like, like, oh my so- God, she's amazing. And she like just picked up her character from Veep and went with yep. it. And I was like, please <laughs> stay in the Marvel But I did universe. not expect her to come in. I wasn't. She's so fucking and awesome. She comes in like just a bulldozer with that scene That's awesome and leaves so it leaves yeah. the audience like oh, who is this new character and she's amazing and a badass you know what I, I mean? do I do think now that you mentioned Dark Avengers is that they're setting up for it because there's like Maybe. the shield camp which is yeah. the government and she seems like like the the private corporate side yeah, of so like so Valentina the kind of thing character she was part of shield and dated um What's his name? The lead of the Shield. Samuel L. Jackson played him in the movies. Um, Nick Cage. Nick. Yeah, I think it is right. Nick yeah, Cage, yeah. I, think so. I can't remember why. Could I blank? Not, wait, did I say Nick Cage is an actor? I don't. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> no. What the hell? Hold on. Oh God! Why off? can't I think of the name of the character Samuel L. Jackson played the lead for Shield? I know everybody listening is probably yelling out. The, I know it's something phone. Cage. Oh God! Uh, well, whatever. Uh, that, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Nick God Fury. damn it! I can't remember for the knife. Yeah, but in the comic book, they dated for a while. The character Valentina that um, Julie Lewis Dreyfus plays and Ooh, Nick Fury it. were a couple in the comic books. And she's got her characters all has been in the comic books for a long time. But she's like a super agent type of thing. I want Samuel L. Jackson to have his own movie in the Marvel. I movie. know that would be like really, just go really completely. Cool. You know, just cre- ape like. Shit. Uh, yeah, I want to see him just let loose on it. Oh, okay. I know. It's good. If you guys have not watched it, go check out Falcon and Winter Soldier. I really enjoyed it. And being a comic book kind of fan and the whole Marvel Universe, I it's they did it really well this season. They really did. It's a good show. Um, but I want to get into some of our favorite stuff about San Diego. Oh, yeah. I, Since about the, I know. Since the <laughs> weather has been great and people are starting to travel and take trips, I thought it would be fun to kind of give our personal recommendations of places to go in San Diego, not just in Hillcrest, but throughout San Diego and stuff you should see as if we're planning like the perfect San Diego trip for you. So you mean for- to be the, to be gay guides. 
Gay guys, yes, which we're gonna talk about. <laughs> wow, Eric, look, she woke up. Bring it back. I bring it back. There you go. So let's okay, let's cover Hillcrest first. Get that out of the way, and then we're gonna go to kind of go through different neighborhoods and kind of go from there. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So okay. in Hillcrest, let's start with food. If we're just talking Hillcrest, what are your two number one places for Mexican food? Because that's the one thing people come to San Diego for is Mexican. Oh, that's a good question. So in Hillcrest. Okay. Who wants to go first? Um, I have many opinions on this. Go, Bash. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So Vicini Dot is probably my favorite little taco shop. And that's on, what, Fifth Avenue by number one on Fifth. So that's like a good little spot, an anchor restaurant around there. Yeah. I did find an amazing new taco shop that just opened up this year on University and 6th Avenue. So like really? right when you're getting on the freeway entrance to the 163, it's called TJ Taco and they do birria. Oh. Holy, I ate four pounds of birria. It was just wow. like we were just <laughs> sitting there and eating. It was so good. You guys got to go check it out. I saw that it had opened, but I hadn't visited yet. So it's yeah. so worth that's, it. So it? cheap. It's like four dollars a taco. They also uh, have like the um, the like uh, the ones where they they turn the tortilla on the cheese and like oh, get I that nice that. crusty. Soda. Yeah. Do yeah. they have? Do they sell alcohol there or no? Or is it? They just... do not. They do not. Okay. So it's it's just a food place. So you can get really drunk at number one on Fifth and then and walk then down over. and get yeah. some tacos. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very nondescript, like yeah. looking, yes. which means it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just a super sweet family. Like they were so nice and hospitable, and yeah, um, uh, eight, ten out of ten. For me nice. in Hillcrest, okay, it, it just depends on what kind of Mexican. If you want to go for like kind of not real Mexican food, but you want environment and solid, solid drinks, I would say oh, okay. Baja Betty's. I would say I would agree with you. Because oh, yeah. You don't go there for really the food, you go there for the drinks because the drinks. Uh, however, that queso dip. Oh, the queso dip with chorizo uh, uh, and beans. Oh, my God. That's the best one. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, and I, I love the guacamole where they do it in the cart. Yeah. 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 And I also like um, Robbie went last week and they have keto tacos, which is the fried cheese for the Ooh, taco yum. shell. Yeah. They started doing that. Betty's. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Betty, Betty's will do that. Yeah, they they'll, they'll make your tacos keto style. So if you if you're not going to eat the the um, tortillas, they just grill the cheese and turn it into a taco. And you, I mean, you can get shrimp or beef or chicken, whatever you want. Ooh, I'd rather have that. I, I know, that. right? So does Ruby Rubio's. Rubio's does, does that now yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, they do that too. So when I go, I always get the skinny margarita, and like two of them, I get a very good buzz because they, yeah. it's literally all tequila. <laughs> they put yeah. like a splash of lime and like soda. Yeah, uh, yeah, those are all good spots. Or take so, like or I'm, I'm gonna yeah. throw in. So after the bars are closed, yeah, and. The like burrito places that are open afterwards. I'm I like Roberto's, which is kind of like between fifth and fourth. Yeah. And then what's the one across the street from like kind of riches where the Starbucks is? Oh, Lola's. Yes. Lalo's. Lalo's. Lalo's Lalo's is good. Lalo's has a great mole burrito there. They do? Oh, I've I've been looking for some mole lately and I haven't been able to find it. And it's a burrito? Yeah. It's, oh, it's okay. not as good as love um Al Zarape, the taco shop, not the restaurant that's mm. on park before you get to Park and Adams. 
Al Zarape, the taco shop, is probably probably my second pick for re- like really good Mexican food because they okay. have such specialty burritos. Like their surf and turf burritos, so good there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been around forever. Like they're scallop been- tacos. Oh yeah. Mwah. Chef's yeah. kiss on and that. the Those thing so I good. like about both Lalo's and Lolita's is they use like actual chicken breast instead yeah. of like the because uh, I'm not a big fan of the dark yeah. meat chicken. Yeah. So like a lot of taco shops, it, I mean, will have both, but maybe it's just because I'm a white guy. But I, <laughs> <laughs> it's what I like about both of those places. <laughs> Did you mean um, Alzarape or La- no? Lalo's does. Lolita's does. Lolita is what 55 I like, is really good. That taco shop. Yeah. And what I like oh, about El Zarape, the taco shop, is they have a lot of vegetarian options, like with soy. Yeah. What about, and... like, ratchet-ass taco shops that oh, you're getting God. out to in the morning? Because oh, I have God. to give an honorable mention yeah. to La Fuente. I knew that was going to be mine, too. I, I have to say, <laughs> their California burrito is one of my favorite yeah. because they have crispier fries instead okay. of just, like, the soggy, you know, potatoes that are I heard La Fuente was going to close. I, they're still I open. Think they're still open. Oh, I like La Fuente. Because the like two a.m. show when everyone comes oh, it's in drunk, so good. drunk from Richards is so yes, entertaining. It's I so good. That. It's like <laughs> all the drunks. Two, 2 a.m. dinner in a show. Then the the final one, my favorite, one of my favorite taco shops in San Diego because it is just so haggard. Yeah, and, but it is good and cheap. Is La Posta? Oh yes, on they Washington actually Street. La Posta because they're only cash only still, right? They have the best mm, bean and cheese card. burrito. Like their beans are freaking ridiculous there. They have very good it's everything so good. there. It's, <laughs> so but good. it's mostly because I'm completely inebriated. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more to add. Go there ahead. Oh my a, God. <laughs> I know now that we're talking this is about. This a Chris. This could go a, on forever. <laughs> <laughs> there is a seafood taco truck in the parking lot of <gasps> yes. um, Target South Park. Marcisco's. Oh, yeah. Marcisco's. Yes. Phenomenal and so inexpensive and so good, but yeah. I never know when it's open. That's the only hard part. Like the hours are always wrong on Yelp. So yeah, that's right. true. Good so, luck, everyone. Since we're still in Hillcrest, and I think I know what everybody's answer is going to be, but if you were to recommend, let's say your top three bars in Hillcrest for people to visit, what would they be? Ooh, oh fuck, mm, that's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, they're all just so unique. <laughs> yeah so it depends true. on the person i think yeah and the mood and the people you're yeah. with i would say yeah but i would definitely like we always say moe's is moe's an event and an experience yeah that you will always have a good time there for sure yeah um i personally really enjoy inside out i me really too. do i think that's in my top three too because yeah, it's me such too. a chill environment and the staff there and Paris who is the general manager all of them are so amazing and they and their specialty cocktails are so good we had <laughs> gone there well we had gone there two weeks ago and it was the first time the three of us had been there since the pandemic and we all ordered like the drink like our signature it's thing that we love yeah. and yeah. mine is the horchata brew because it's coffee with the um what is a Medieval, Rice. medieval, the brewery in San Diego. Medieval Times? No, that's the restaurant. What? <laughs> I know. Now Modern they, Times. Modern Times. Thank you, Eric. So it's that. And then like, I'm thinking, I know it started with an M. And then when I was saying it, I'm like, no, Medieval <laughs> Times is not right, but it's still coming out of my mouth. I wonder if Modern oh, Times so should good. just open a theme restaurant like Medieval Times where it's just like, <laughs> 
influencers posing for selfies and like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but i love their oh, horchata God. brew there that's like my favorite drink that i always get when i go there what about you guys uh, get, mine get... mine is the smooth criminal yeah. made with mezcal it's like a negroni but with mezcal it's amazing yeah. i think i second that one yeah? yeah yeah i had that last time it was really good okay how about bars for you two like where is your go-to if you're gonna recommend um places in hillcrest for people to drink that have never been to san diego and you want them to get the whole feel of our our fabulous gay community our lgbtq community um all the ones you mentioned are uh, up there i do love um number one i did too. In normal times i would add that yep. yeah and <laughs> so seedy <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I I had a really good time at the loft that one weekend. I did too. Yeah. It was pretty I'm really entertaining, digging the loft. entertaining people watching it. I yeah. I was never really a loft person, but I really like it over there. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I really, really did. Um, and Sundays at the hole. Sundays at it's the hole in the wall. Now. I haven't been there oh. in two years and I do kind of miss it. I do like yeah. HBC for the the beer because they have the stout that I the really dark stout that I like at HBC and you can get really good pizza there. What Rob? I was just saying it's uh Hillcrest Brewing Company Hill, for oh, those yeah. that Hillcrest aren't in the know on what HBC know, Hillcrest <laughs> Brewing Company for sure. Any other ones for the Hillcrest area you would suggest for people to go to when they come to San Diego? I mean, Riches is a staple. Yeah. It, that's yeah. such a good club. Flicks. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. we're just listing off all the bars. All of, yeah, all I, of our favorites. I, it's a Sophie's Choice. I just don't... I can't, like, And then you have Uptown. It. And, of course, Gossip Girl. I love going to Gossip mm-hmm. Girl. There wasn't a bar I didn't like in Hillcrest, yeah. except one, and it's no longer Which around, one is it? So. What is it? <laughs> what does it sound like? I, what is it, Brian? <laughs> I'll, yeah, come on, come on, Vashi. Shmish, mish, mish, cash me, email. What is that? Wait, are you selling burnt toast? What's going no, on? I'm worried. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it. No, I don't want to. Hashima, <laughs> what? Huh? There was one that was very young and annoying, and I didn't like it. Oh, um, Fiesta Cantinas. I'll say it. Fiesta Cantinas, right, which is that, like uh, a hobo camp now. That's what it, it is. Jesus. It's. I mean, I lived here for two years, and I never went to it. Really. It yeah. was very young, but they had a lot of like the drinks were good. The meat for the tacos was very gray and weird. It was yeah, it was an interesting. The, place. the drinks were cheap, right? They were cheap. That was, they were really that cheap. was the really, appeal. Really I so, had really good times there. It's yeah. just it wasn't my cup of tea all the time. Yeah. So outside of Hillcrest, is there any pl- other places you guys would recommend? Let's talk food first, and then we'll get into no. drinks. No, no, uh, you're like. <laughs> Like, because we have a lot of good places in North Park, South Park that I Let, think are great. Let's go neighborhood by neighborhood because okay. we're just going to list yeah. off everything if we if we focus yeah. on let's one. Let's do our neighbor. Let's do North Park. That's right up the street from Hillcrest. And then okay, okay. There's Pax. so many. Pax is a great bar up there. I love Red yeah. Wing. I do Red really Wing, like Red, Red Wing. Yes. Yeah. Um, I used to go here a lot in college. So if you're younger ish uh u31 was like the big oh, dance yeah. spot with my my straight yeah. friends and i still felt comfortable there and live wire live wire God, I, I used <laughs> to live across the street park. from live wire <laughs> lovely oh lafayette you can always go to lafayette and their pool yeah. and the bar at the pool is so nice that's another place if you're coming to san diego and you're looking for a hotel within hillcrest north park to be really central yeah. lafayette's great yeah. i think especially but... after the remodel well what what did you hear? 
consortium bought them. Didn't they? Yes. Yeah, they're going to redo it now. For $125 million, I think. What? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I'm curious to see what happens because consortium is a very great restaurant group, but yeah. they're very high end. Okay. And I hope that the charm of the Lafayette still stays, stays intact because it's Me always too. been like a very local San Diego 1950s hotel that hasn't changed it's too haunted much. Too. It is very haunted, haunted which is so cool. um, and the pool party is haunted by the ghosts of um, relationships ruined by gay pride pool parties. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Oh gosh, but I love. Okay, so for food in North Park, I do love Crazy Burger because they do a good burger. <gasps> they really do. If you're looking for a burger place, that's kind oh. of mom and pop shop. Yeah. I I do like Crazy Burger, yeah. but they lose to the friendly. Oh, the friendly is really good. That's a that good one. Shit is like crack on a bun. Yeah, I it is. have one on the end of my alley, and I can limit myself one burger every two months. Because if yeah. I didn't, I would be huge. It is. I don't so even good. know how you can go two months. Like I, I it's, it's I very go like difficult. once a month. Yeah. So for people not in San friendly is a, is a burger place here in North there's Park. There's two. Yeah. There's one on 30th and yeah. there's one on University. Really yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely I, I, go check. I think they're ahead, honestly Rob. one of the best burgers in San Diego. Yeah. I was actually going to say I've never tried it, but I heard they have like frozen custard too. Right? Is Maybe at the pizza. Maybe the pizza one. Um, yeah. But is it better than Ho Dad's? Because Ho Dad's is. Ho Dad's is oh, really God. I love Ho Dad's. Rob loves Ho Dad's. I was so pissed like off with Ho Dad's. I don't like that. Place. What do you think of um, Bueno Frichata in South Park? That one, Jesus everybody. For Keta. For Keta. We need to like work is. on some consonants with you because no, that was just a. Well, yeah. I haven't seen something that butchered since the Red Wedding and Game of Thrones. That <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, buena whatever the fuck it's called. It's yeah. good fork, right? In Italian. Good yeah. Bash. Yes, it does. Um good. excellent. The one in South Park is always busy. And that's the one we usually mm-hmm. go to. And I love yeah. I like the food there. If you're yeah. looking for I like that one. And then um I liked Hamilton's Tavern. They had the best, best grilled cheeses there. They're another um, good uh, you know the Red Wing has a uh, pretty good food too. For yeah, Red Wing's a great burger. Yeah. yeah. Any and other then, any other in North Park that you guys can think of? Well, it's not really North Park, but it's kind of that way. Um, Fortunate Son for Chinese, I've mentioned before, mm-hmm. and then Polite Provision. You can go and drink at the bar yeah. next door and order Fortunate Son and eat it at Polite Provision. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is really cool too. So, okay. if people are coming to San Diego and they want to check out the beach community, like PB La Jolla, what would you guys recommend for food out there? Okay. Um, Dominic, I'm going to speak don't on go. Megan. I'm going to speak on Megan's yes, behalf go ahead. because I don't go to PB. However, Megs, um, the local is an back. excellent establishment. Yeah, and Megan is very good friends with the owner there, so that's a, a great spot. Um, yeah. That's about all I know about PB and the Beach. <laughs> wow, um, that was in depth. <laughs> Real- but I'm going to pivot us south, and we're going to go to Ocean Beach, which is Ocean one of my Beach, favorite yeah. neighborhoods. In I like Ocean Beach. Um, OB. OB Playhouse is out there. And OB Playhouse is out there. And um, the owner of the local also owns a, a place called Wonderland that is just yeah. beautiful. And mm. the food is really good, and the drinks are excellent, and it has an ocean view. And I really like that spot. Um, and the um, South Beach, which is across the street from it, also has very cheap yeah. tacos. And a full bar and also an ocean view. So those are my two spots in OB. 
that I love. Rob, what's the German place that we go to in OB? Kaiserhof. 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 Yep. Yeah. I do I like, like Kaiserhof. Kaiserhof. That's a little bit of a fucking experience. <laughs> it is fun. It is like real fun. That I like place it. Is, those are the places I love in San Diego. They've too. been around for a Ever. millennia. Ancient, ancient location. And yeah. I really like that spot. Yeah. Okay. So this is another question for you. If you guys are planning the perfect San Diego trip here for somebody that didn't know, what would it entail? Like the attractions they should see, maybe events they should check out here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. What would they be for you guys? Um, I would point everybody to Barrio Logan. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was just Which- there a couple of weeks ago. Like I was telling you, doing that art walk, they have so many really, really good breweries out there and I, food. I- I think if you want to get a true like local experience, it's a it's a neighborhood that is militantly protective of themselves. They do yeah. not want gentrification moving in, even though it's kind of snuck in a little bit. A little but it bit. is a very Mexican neighborhood, and uh, spots over there are uh, barrio dogs, which barrio are like dogs. the bacon wrapped hot dogs with like. Um, What's the corn called? I can't. Why am I blinking on all this shit? The, right the, the, Elote, yeah. yeah. So they have yeah. really good um, elote you mean over lote. there. I'm getting hungry. I know, me too. <laughs> um, they remind me of Sonora dogs, is what they're from Arizona. When we go back to see my family in Tucson, it's kind of the same. Like uh, a Sonora dog out there mm-hmm. is where the, the, the barrio dogs remind me of. But, but by far the best taco shop in all of San Diego. I think it is. Hands down. Salute. Salute. Barrio yeah. Logan. Yeah, it's really if, good. And if you really want to get crazy and wait in the line, Cuatro Milpas over there too. Yeah. Very good. All mm. of those are really good. Bashy. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I'd, I'd pick yeah. up some tacos and then head across the bridge to Coronado and, and go to the beach. Yes. Mm. Check out the Dow Coronado. It's historic and haunted too. <laughs> but it, like if nobody's been to the Dow Coronado and they first come to San Diego, it is stunning, especially at night with the lights on and everything. I like going yeah. there for Christmas because I get oh, to go ice yeah. skating on the beach. Yeah, which is so bizarre, isn't it? Because <laughs> they literally have an ice skating ring right there on the beach that during the winter, which That's is so weird. bizarre to me. Yeah, huh. it is. Coronado is a strange place, but it's it's, it's a, a little it's a, island. Out I like there. it. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend yeah. definitely if you're if you've never been to San Diego, check out Balboa Park, especially with all the renovations they've done. I agree, so, and I run through the park every day because I live right next to it. You have to check out San Diego Zoo if you don't because. Now, with all of the remodels and what they did with it, the but zoo is so... And you could drink at the zoo. Have yourself a really good time and stop by a dispensary before you yes. head to the zoo. And Absolutely. then just take a nice, quiet stroll and enjoy the animals. And they also have a full bar in the center of it and beer that you can walk around. Uh, that's the one thing with the whole zoo that I really, really enjoy now. Because I've always gone since we were a kid. Because Bashi and I grew up here. So the zoo's like a staple here in San Diego. Um, but now when they opened to do the brew, like the beer serving and all of the salsas and all like. I love it. Change again. It's game. just, it's like the best thing to do if you don't want to go to the beach. Oh, you're so right. And then especially mm. getting high and going to the zoo. Oh my God. It's amazing. <laughs> don't get, so don't get belligerent. No, just a little bit. Just a little relaxed. Just have a nice time. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the layout for the zoo is like you spend all day there. It is so oh, nice. Yeah. I love it. And it's it. a nice, yeah. it's a nice, uh, like, uh, 
fitness kind of thing yeah. too. There's a and lot I, of hills and shit. And I like mm. how on one of the episodes, Bash, he said the zoo, San Diego Zoo, is where the retired animals, animals go. go. Now, if you're yes. looking for a younger crowd within the animal kingdom, <laughs> you want to go to Safari Park. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. It is the nursing home for the animals in San Diego. <laughs> I love it. The elephants are like 60. Six, Lions yeah. are like 44. <laughs> they all talk about old. their IRAs, 401k. Repping gay on each other. Yeah. <laughs> you go to Safari they, Park and they it's make like fun riches. of all the TikTokers. Tiki Talkie? What is this? Tiki Talkie. The book Rawr. with faces? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the zoo, I would recommend Safari Park. Um, definitely SeaWorld. I've always loved SeaWorld. I'm oh, I love SeaWorld. Sea I always have. I like I, it. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. And the roller coasters are like ridiculous, but I, fun. I like, uh, I don't know. I reckon, I don't know. It's not my best. Also, too, what is really cool to walk in tour is like the Star of India, that whole area down near the near the bay. The Embarcadero. The Embarcadero, too. Oh, I'm very familiar with the Embarcadero. I if like If you do come to San Diego, try to get yourself some cross tickets next year when everything's open again in either <laughs> March or September and go to a big fucking music festival and watch yeah. the sunset. Yeah, right yeah. there on the right there on the bay. The other place that I cannot wait till they reopen and start being back is Humphreys by the Bay because they get a ton of really good oh artists there. Oh my god! And the venue <laughs> is literally on the bay. And they have bought. It's such a good venue. I like to see Humphreys. a live show. Yeah, um, I want to you know, check out our new show. I yes, see I was just going to yeah. say that. Yes. So the San Diego Symphony built a new, like, very small Sydney Opera House on an island. <laughs> but I want to go during Comic-Con. Yeah. Because the San Diego mm. Symphony always plays the entire score, nonstop strings, flutes, everything, mm-hmm. full symphony. But, like, they were just sitting there playing for hours and hours just doing, like, Star Trek when I went. Wow. And they did Jurassic Park yeah. and Star Wars and, like so amazing to see a film and they're just playing the entire yeah. score. I don't even know how they get like the licensing, the going. movie. Yeah. No, but like, how do you do, how do you obtain a movie without know. the score playing? I don't know. I'm don't sure know. there's a way for sure. But the one thing with San Diego when people come here is we do have like the best weather. It, <laughs> yeah. Down. Outdoor. Mm-hmm. You should not be inside. In San no, Diego. absolutely no. not. If you come to San Diego, 90% of the time you need to be outdoor and there's tons. And if you're into hiking, there's so much hiking, especially if you potato chip rock. Oh, well for <laughs> out, I get it for people who have never been to San Diego, but if you live here, you're so tired of hearing about potato chip rock. I'm so fucked up. I've never been there. I'm not going. I I have, I, it's really I'm cool. Not. I like it. I like Mount. But there's Soledad like a line of a fucking influencers. Just I to know. Get a picture just on the to get a thing. picture. I know. Mm-hmm. I, but, I just I'm waiting for the day that thing's gonna finally fucking snap. <laughs> <laughs> You're horrible. <laughs> just right, he's like just they, yeah, snap. They should be putting some kind of limitations on it though. I hope it's not getting destroyed out there. I know. I know, mm, but who knows? Know. The if you're looking at Mission Trails has a bunch of bunch of That's really good, like. yeah. Because Cal's I Mountain. like that it feels like a real hike. It's out in the wood, like kind of out in the east of San Diego. So if you're looking for hiking, there's tons here in San Diego that you can do, especially near even um, Cleamaca area, Cleamaca Mountain, all of that area too. It's tons of I like going out there. What about um, the La Jolla hikes? Like 
Black Speech. Black Speech. If you come to San Diego, that's a staple. Um, We have the nude beach. Black Speech is, and it's a nice beach. It's a nice beach. It's a very nice beach. It's. I think it's the prettiest beach in San Diego. Yeah, I agree with you too. What's your other bitchy beaches? My bitchy beach. (laughs) (laughs) And I caught myself. (laughs) What are some Um, of your other favorite ones in San Diego? I like Silver Strand. I do like Silver Strand. That one was cool because you. You have to pay for parking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there are a fair bit of Trump people that are yeah. just camped out from all over the country there, but um, it's a quiet beach and yeah. it's it's nice if you don't want to do like two insane crowds. Yeah. Just don't go like Fourth of July weekend or anything. Like so that. I would say for people who are younger looking for a very active beach experience i would say pb, PB. OB. i like yeah. OB because ob is a little is more chill than pb ocean beach yes yes That's there is a the risk of stepping on a hypodermic needle but yeah. it is the it is very big risk <laughs> <laughs> rob, you know what it's time for a little break we're gonna hear from rob and guess what he's gonna talk about <laughs> yes i can't imagine i, I this cannot this is his his favorite part of the show. <laughs> I don't oh, think it's an, a, it always turns into a complete mess. Um, <laughs> let's try this over time, Rob. Let's let's take a break and go to Rob. Okay. Go ahead, Rob. Okay. Well, on yeah. who invited her? We are not all about the boys, because ladies, we got you covered too. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> um, huh. Hers is a health and <laughs> is a health and wellness brand that helps women take the stress out of taking care of themselves. Women juggle a million things and booking appointments, sitting in waiting rooms and waiting in pharmacy lines are at the bottom of the list. Hers offers access to high quality medical care and products from acne to female hair loss, birth control, and mm. a lot more. They will connect you with FDA approved treatment back treatments backed by science um, and they see results where other treatments fall short so you ever want to go to a dermatologist but stressed out about figuring it all out hers provides access to customizable prescription skin care from the comfort of your own sofa without the hassle of going to the dermatologist's office hers is customized acne care powered by doctors um, when you've tried everything else, it's time to try Prescription Strength. Hers offers a customizable Prescription Strength cream that, if appropriate, can be prescribed based on your skin needs. And better yet, visit our website right now and get a 90-day money-back guarantee. Try the product as directed by the provider for 90 days, and you get your money back uh, for any reason at all. Plus, right now, you can try these products out for only $10 a month for the first two months. Did you know wow. that? Wow. <laughs> Try hers today by starting out with a free online visit. Go to whoinvitedher.net slash hers. That's H-E-R-S. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See the website for full details and safety information. That's whoinvitedher.net slash hers. Yay, Rob! Beautiful. Got you. Beautiful. We are Beautiful. getting a lot better, don't you think? You're, yeah, I you think are. So. I just like I don't yeah. have to talk during that. <laughs> I do like I like I said last week. I use the Hims skincare stuff, and I really, really like it. I've been using it for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. So when I take the filter off of this this camera, it's you know it looks exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> I tried it to does? do that with the same, does same it? face. Yeah, does sure? it? <laughs> Shut up. 
Oh my uh, god. But yeah, those are some of the best places in San Diego to come. When you come to San Diego and visit, there's a ton of stuff always to do in San Diego. I feel there is, especially if you're into the outdoors and just being outside. You just come to San Diego. It's wonderful. I just like that we can be in I I love those days where I'm like coming back from Palm Springs and I'm in desert and then Alpine mountains and then yes. like backcountry and then at the beach in two hours. All right. Yeah. Where where the fuck can you do that? I know. Just LA and here. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's true. And when people, when I, and I know I feel so bad for the people that deal with snow and having to deal with cold. We never get that here. You could even, if you want, but yeah, you, you can go to it. the mountains. But even on the coldest day, it's like what sixty three degrees. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know how. I'm yeah, but the, yeah, those are some of our favorite. <laughs> but I know you don't know how. Some of our favorite places here in San Diego to visit when you come to San Diego. The and since we were talking about the gay guide, I wanted to ask you guys' opinion about this because it has been all over <sighs> social media. And for people who don't know what we're talking about, the Bachelor star Colton um, Underwood came out as gay he came out and then within an hour or a couple hours he announced too that he's doing a netflix series called gay guide where gus kenworthy the olympian is his gay guide and the whole show the premise of the show is following colton underwood's coming out and being an openly gay man and he gets his little gay guide to show him the ropes in gay life I don't know. So, I have no it, interest in this whatsoever to watch it. I think it's stupid. I I'm you know, good for him he's living his most authentic authentic life and all of that stuff. But wasn't he like accused of like yeah. sexual assault and stuff? Does anybody no, yeah. like, I don't think it was that bad. But it wasn't stalking. it wasn't assault, it was stalking. Yeah. He he put a GPS tracker on his ex girlfriend. Was it girlfriend? Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Yeah, I didn't get a gay guide. I wanted a gay guide. Oh, what the fuck? I just think there's so <laughs> many different parts of the community we can be focusing on. And I if, I, I don't feel you. that this is authentic at all. I don't need okay. well, this. I don't white wanna, men. I don't want to yeah. shit on anybody's coming out story, but it just feels either, a man. little bit like. Commercial. So, so this to me feels like very old school PR. Like we're gonna put you on Good Morning America. Then we'll announce that there's a Netflix a few hours later, and then we're gonna do this, and you can talk about. It's like the way it was all set up just sounded so old school. Of like, I know. I was sitting there like, is this 2004? Like, what the fuck is happening? God, it really bothered me. One. It's just two cis white male. Nothing wrong with that, but we have enough in media yeah. and yeah. pop culture and representation on TV film. Why another representation of that within the community when there are other people within the community, the trans community, gay community, lesbian community, pan, why not feature those people on a show? It would have been yeah. more impactful to society and even pop culture if it was about our about the trans community and maybe their journey and put it out there for, at a bigger audience so people can get a better understanding because that's the community who needs a lot of support and just visual being out there and in, in exposure the exposure and, and yeah. normalization yes I, exactly i agree with you wholeheartedly i would rather watch something um surrounding those communities not only because i think that it 
it's a good learning experience, but I think a lot of people are curious and, yeah. and that would help normalize things. Yeah. Um, well, we did also, have the, um, Kate, Jen, what's her name? Kate, the, what the, why can't I think of the name? Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. I, yeah. I don't think, I don't want to, I don't want to see a celebrity being portrayed. No. Give me a real person. I want to see a real person go through it. Like real gritty, yeah. like no, don't don't Hollywooded and TV. I that's, want the that's real, what I mean by a real yeah. person. I mean, obviously he's a real person, but I, I don't want to overproduce things. I want to see what people go through. Yeah, the Hollywood and, filter. I want that off and just like raw. Real. And also, I think lesbians have been getting shorthanded. Which, yeah, I haven't seen fucking anything in the media Very that true. portrays them in a, in a cool light or like gets people insight into their you know it's just the stereotypes of like a u-haul and and a butch girl like yeah i want to see what the facets, a real community yeah. looks like yeah and we don't really have too much exposure no not a, not at all no but i just with this show just the premise of it and the way it came out and i just really yeah i just i have no desire to watch it and honestly i, I don't care i also that. absolutely hate anything related to the bachelor series yeah do you think this is a question for you too do you think this is like maybe netflix and the creators of the show and maybe pr like oh this is gonna be this isn't we're really not gearing this towards the lgbtq plus community this is for straight people to be comfortable with the idea of (laughs) this bachelor straight guy coming out and he needs a guide and it's kind of like playing to a straight audience of giving them a guide through the gay experience, I guess you could say. I, I thought about that. Uh-huh. And I was talking to my friend Lily in New York about this earlier too. And she, you know, I was, one thing that came to mind was like, okay, let, let, let's look at the bachelor audience. Mm-hmm. It's all women mostly. And, and a lot of them are pretty like, you know, not exposed to gay men or, or they have a, a stereotype of them or they're the world girls at most, you know, yeah. like that's, that's the, yeah the MO. So maybe this is something that's kind of like putting the gay, you know, community in their eyes to be more respectful and, and um, exposed to, but I don't think they're going to do a good job. I think it's going to be like a goofy reality show where they're just going to like stereotypes. I I don't want to see that. I want to see people. I want to see people who aren't exposed to our community actually exposed to real people in our community. Yeah. And it's problematic if you don't have the community supporting that too. Exactly. Yeah. And Eric, you've seen, you've been following this story all over social media and the, the, the gay community, the LGBTQ community has not been supportive of it. Of not it. From what oh. I've seen. They've been supportive of Colton Underwood coming out saying, good for you, live your authentic life. But when it comes yes. to the actual Netflix show, what I've seen is there hasn't been really any support for it. No. Yeah. I mean, no. I think I don't want to prejudge anything before it's out. We could all be surprised. I know it could be really good. Like it could be an exquisite piece of art. I just (laughs) don't think it will be. I yeah. Um, I mean, anything that's done by The Bachelor isn't really the most high quality, life changing type of television. I I I think we we'd have a much bigger. contribution if yeah. uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier made out on the oh, season Oh, thank finale, you. But. Yes. 
<laughs> Full circle. <laughs> now the producers and creators of The Bachelor are now talking about doing an LGBTQ Please plus version God, no. of the Bachelor, I which I, I like am not for. I don't either. I don't Didn't like we it. have that with Lance Bass on yes. Logo, like <laughs> seven years ago, right? ten years ago? He did. That was terrible. It was, it was not very good. It was so uh, bad. Oh man, but yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not probably not. I'll probably watch the first episode just to make sure I was right about it not being out. And then tune out. The other thing that came out this week that was all over social media is Nicole Kidman. There was pictures of her that came out that she's portraying Lucille Ball in the biopic, and people are not happy about it. Why not? Well, one, there's they think it's she's totally miscast as Lucille Ball, and everybody's like, that should have gone to Deborah Messing. She looks like in the yeah, yeah. So the pictures, I'm like, she they have pictures of Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball that they snapped, and I'm like, she kind of looks like her, but I'm like, I don't know why they cast her. She's not a physical comedian. No, and that's not her specialty. And there was an episode of Will and Grace where they parody. Um, I love Lucy and Deborah yeah. Messing played. Did she kill I, it? she I was like, it. I, I, I was like, she looks almost exactly like her, and she has a physical comedy that Lucy mm-hmm. Ball did. So that's why I was like, I don't know what this Nicole kid did. Deborah Messing audition? I don't know. That would be interesting to know if she did. I'm sure that she was thinking about it. Or mm-hmm. I wonder why they chose Nicole Kidman. That's my question. I Star don't know. Power. I don't know. You know what would be kind of a funny movie is what? like an updated Lucy movie. <laughs> like how? I don't know. Just like they're they're having to deal with modern issues. <laughs> <laughs> like set back then, like the whole I yeah. love Lucy black and white, but they're dealing with problems from 2000. <laughs> sure, exactly. I would kind like of Wanda, would be into that. I, I think we're kind of getting into that with the whole yeah. WandaVision vibe. Yeah. I like the, yeah. the 1950s aesthetic. That too. would be funny. It does, especially after the horrible year we had last year. Anything that brings some kind of joy and like that that kind of feeling of wholesomeness feels kind of Uh, good right now, in a way. I don't. I would not want to live in the fifties. I'm not saying not to live in the fifties, but something that feels. Oh, that's a okay. doom and gloom and that's yeah. what i liked about wandavision it reminded of these tv shows we grew up with that we would escape to to kind of yeah. get out of our everyday life but they still talked about stuff that was going on and it was still a little yeah, heavy, yeah. so i'm okay with I, that. I started a new well i started younger and they completely <laughs> just skipped they just completely skipped over that COVID happened like it they didn't did? happen <laughs> in that world They're like, which i out. was like I was like, this is kind of interesting. I kind of like seeing a world where COVID never happened. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Would it was you not weird. be down for it, Bashy? I, 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 I think shows can treat COVID, especially comedy shows, in yeah. a way that would be somewhat fun. Yeah. And I've, like, and I've seen a lot of that, <laughs> but I've actually not seen a show that has just, pr- just pretended it never happened. It was weird. Huh. So it's like 2020 and COVID doesn't exist? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's 2021 and COVID never happened. They just, yeah. they just skipped the <laughs> whole year. <laughs> They're like, fuck it, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> oh, odd. my God. Uh, so you, would you guys pay to see a one-woman show in the London's West End that is all about Alyssa Edwards? 
the Why are you doing one? No. (laughs) No, but that was funny. But but she is opening her one woman show in the West End in London. Can you believe that? So Alyssa Edwards her. is doing a show, like yeah, Alyssa. I, it's called Alyssa Memoirs of a Queen. I'd go I see would it. totally go see. I love Alyssa. She's so I think wacky. She's weird. I would totally I watch love it. Her. So it's her dancing and doing all that and telling her life story from a kid growing up and being this fabulous international star. Uh, you know why I want to see it, and I think it would be hilarious because she's so self delusional that it'll come yeah. across on the stage yeah. and it'll be highly entertaining. Yeah, I agree. I would <laughs> yeah. totally pay money to see that. Oh my God. I would. Too, she's actually. one of my favorites, actually. Yeah. I really like her. If you had to do a one person show, what would yours be titled? Oh. <laughs> I'm, your, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus, seriously. God, mine uh, would be keep the receipts. <laughs> Get your money back. <laughs> That's what mine would be. I think oh. I think mine would be called the, the the working title for who invited her. You're standing in my sunset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that was the first like name we were throwing around for a while. When we first we were going to talk over. about all of the things that piss us it's off. I've never heard that. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Huh. When I first came up with the idea for who invited her, the first person I had approached was was Bashi. And that was like kind of the first idea was like, what if we did? And then Bash came up with the, the <laughs> you're standing in my sunset. Because we live in paradise, but yeah. there's so many fucking aggravations throughout yeah. the day. And then it's it a kind little of, negative. Yeah, it's and then it kind negative. of evolved. Do you remember Bashy? So for our audience, there are four lost episodes from when we first started recording. The practice runs? Yes, yeah. there are full four episodes we've never aired where we just got completely hammered. Blasted. And it was we just like, like slurring, slurring on it. Where we, it was bad. It was, we should, like, we've always said we should. We should her. probably put them out there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank God we changed the name because, like, Tony's like, um, Bash and I came up with a really cool name. Um, you're standing in my sunset. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? I'm like, can, can like we come up with something a little catchier, like maybe something you actually say when you're out with your friends? And I'm like, don't you usually say like, God, who invited her every yeah, time somebody walks through the door? And I'm like, thank God we changed it. <laughs> can you yeah, imagine? It's, it's a much better branding. Yeah, it was a working it really title. Is. It was. It was cute. <laughs> and we were so nervous back in those days. It was nice but the other big thing um that came out did you guys see this and bashi actually brought it up before the show oh god the new olympic outfits that tommy here oh i hate them so fucking much they're so ugly okay for our podcast listeners bashi describe these outfits for our podcast listeners who may not be Um, watching the youtube okay they're all white they look like yacht uniforms with popped blue collars produced by the biggest white cis straight male designer in the industry, Ralph Lauren. Mm. And uh, I was talking about this with Lily today. We were like, why couldn't they get somebody of color to do these outfits or get a designer that's coming up and innovative to like give them a shot and like, you know, do something cool. Instead we're left with like this fucking boomer team USA outfit that looks like somebody just stepped off of a yacht in Newport, Rhode Island and it's ugly. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. That is like country club, upper crest, privileged. They are I mean, getting 
skewered on Twitter. Yeah. They look skewered. They look comfortable. I'll give them that. (laughs) They look comfortable. It's Team USA. <laughs> I think it's so ugly. I They're hate so it. It's so fucking ugly. And I don't like Ralph Lauren. I don't either. I'm not a fan. No. I was even. Also, there's not even really. There's like one maybe person of color in the maybe. shot That's a that big they get. All of the models are white. It's a questionable. In the shot, Like yeah. maybe he's Asian. I can't tell. But everyone else is definitely white. That's yeah. very it's weird. It's ridiculous in this climate and like what we've been going through for the past well, I mean, what's been really coming up in the past year and a half, but really what's been going on for quite a long time. Like these are fucking stupid mistakes (laughs) that team USA shouldn't be making. I know they need, uh, it's bothersome. I don't like it. I wanted to uh, give me something like loud and obnoxious. Somebody, somebody on Twitter wrote, it looks like the team USA team is coming to um, close down team Canada's summer camp and build them all. (laughs) (laughs) And that's right? exactly what it looks like. It does. Like. It exactly it does. looks like that. Oh, my God. But, yeah, they could have done better with those freaking outfits. But, you guys, that is our show for today. We made it through it. We got through it. Gave you some good stuff to do when you come to San Diego. Your gay guides. Yeah, your gay guides. <laughs> we'll be your gay guides when you come to San Diego and you want to <laughs> check it out. Who was your guys' gay guides when you grew up? Did you have one? Mine was Ooh. Bette Midler. Ugh, mine was terrible. It was Eric and Danny. Oh god! Took me I to the, the Eagle was the first gay bar I'd ever been yeah. to. I was like, "This is what this is like." I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> they took you to the Eagle. Yeah, it was terrifying. It was like twenty. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! I remember with little Bash, little little young Bash, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. How about you, Eric? Did you have a gay guy? Um, I was my own gay guide. I think I just I yeah I like went out by myself like a couple times and then made friends, but just yeah, like you did think... here. Just like I did here. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I know. But you know, something good that's going to be coming up. We're going back to recording in person and no more of the Zoom shit. Since we are all vaccinated on the show, we are going to be back in person recording all of us together once again. And I'm hoping Miss Megs comes back for that. We're. Hopefully she can make it work out. Um, but we're going to start that in about a week, week or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're not just back. We're all fully vaccinated. Yeah, fully vaccinated. <laughs> so we're going to start doing that. Um, and should we tell everybody what's happening with Bash? Since Eddie yeah, kind of hinted it. Go ahead, I Bash. guess. I'm leaving. San Diego. And Aww. moving to Washington, D.C. Yeah. probably during the summer. But I'll be yeah. around for a while and probably afterwards too yeah hopefully so the plan is when bash does make that big move to dc he's still gonna zoom in and we're still gonna have him on the show so he's still gonna be a part of it um so we may have some new co-hosts dropping in some of your regulars that have been popping in throughout the season may be (laughs) on more frequently (laughs) and what i was gonna say is um yeah send us an email or drop a comment on who your favorite co-hosts Co- are co-hosts and maybe you'll show. see them more often yeah on the show, <laughs> sure. yeah My but plan that is working i I'm know <laughs> all one by one rob and tony you're next and it's just gonna I be a know, show about God. me just me <laughs> this was this was eric's plan all along he's like check got rid of that one oh my god but how do people find you bashy I'm at same name underscore bash on Instagram. Yeah, and how do people find you, Eric? 
I am Party Bear Eric on Instagram. Yes, and you can follow me on Instagram. It's Tony underscore baloney underscore macaroni. You can follow the podcast at Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram. We are Who Invited Her SD on Twitter and Facebook. You can go to our website, whoinvitedher.net. We have merch on there. You can find the hymns link there to get all of that good stuff. Uh, but we will be back next week. Also, we are on Out at TV every Tuesday at, at 7 p.m. And then you can tune into my other show, Film Springa. Um, we do that every Friday night at 8 p.m. on Out at TV. <laughs> I got to remember all of it. Um, so, yeah, tune into those. Check out Out at TV. They got great programming on there and all of that good stuff. And we will see everybody next week. Go out and enjoy Bye. the sun. Enjoy your weekend.